it was pretty yeah it's a, it's a pretty beautiful movie it awakened uh, a lot of people i get a lot of messages from people uh, also here in the netherlands and uh, so i guess it touched a lot of people and and make them um give them a different view of this life and out there so that's a really positive thing so we reach more people yeah Linda Aurora's remarkable video footage of what was apparently E.T. Craft was featured in Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, a film about humans initiating contact with extraterrestrial beings through some simple protocols that anyone can do. In this episode, we'll learn more about the conscious approach that Linda took to allow her to experience such visual contact and to film it in the way that she did. She's been deeply intuitive since she was a child and as an adult applied that intuition to her work in nursing. Her intuition and heart-centeredness comes to the forefront again in her exploration of human-initiated contact with extraterrestrials. Here's Linda explaining how she first got involved in CE5. So then my, 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 my journey started uh, with the movie Sirius and, and um, CE5 groups. And I became, I, I, I talked to Costa, he was the first person I talked to. And um, uh, then I started to, to um, connecting people together here in Europe and everybody came to me and I never knew where all these people came from. So I started to, you know, with other people here and trying to form a group. And, um, and I was so excited because it was the first time I really could talk about uh, ET and the feeling I had since child. Mm. So um, from that moment, it started rolling. And it became also clear why I was always staring at the sky and had that present feeling um, uh, that there was something, but I could not, I did not know how to see it or to, 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 um, yeah, to do, how, how do I need, how can I see what, what I feel? And through the protocols from uh, Dr. Stephen Greer, I started to understand how I needed to do it. And then, um, yeah, it, it, it started. It uh, started for maybe two years laying in the garden and, and, and then these lights came. Uh, so I, I totally understood, well, they came from a long way and I'm waiting pretty long, but I was always, mm-hmm. um, very in in the solo part here in my in my garden and uh, even when it was freezing like crazy i was laying there and and waiting and till i got my camera and um yeah then i started to use my camera but i could not even see anything in my camera through my camera yeah you can see things moving but it was not so spectacular and um later um um when I learned more about it, um, then I started to, to understand first what you needed to learn and it was to, to first learn a lot about yourself. Mm. And it was not what was happening out there, but what is happening inside of you. Mm. So, and that made it like a 24 seven uh, feeling what I have. And even through my work and what I what I do, it's always twenty four seven next to me, and it's in me. So 
I've never been so, um, yeah. My my heart is is just longing for um, keeping this contact and 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 even more, but uh, not for um, not for excitement, but it's it's more to learn. So that's that's how I feel. Mm. So um, when did you go to Hesdalen? I went to 2015. Um, I I knew about Hesdalen, so I I talked to some people from Norway and um, to to create a group, and we invited Ricky Butterfest, and uh, he gave um, just a, in the event a lot of knowledge, and um, we really enjoyed it because we we experienced a lot of things there, and we went with a big group. And um, there was one day when we were the four of us, uh, Ricky, me, and two other uh, female in a car. And uh, Ricky, his uh, tripod meter never worked. And um, and we were did a meditation there on the spot. It was pretty abandoned. There was no, you could not have any, um, you couldn't use your phone or anything. So it was very free from Wi-Fi and everything. And um, we had a, in our meditation very strong feeling about presence there. And um, so at the moment, Ricky did his thing outside and he came in and the meter was responding and it went pretty crazy and uh, it was real download. And um, we experienced um, a lot of energy there and also um, the, the my, my telephone was taking over it was not working anymore it was just frozen and and yeah we, we, we experienced a lot of things and after that um, I went to Hesdalen a couple of times and there was a moment when I um, uh, felt um, uh, that I had to go up alone it was really like a calling that I had to go all the way up alone and I did in the middle of the night and I experienced there a lot of, yeah, I cannot even say what I experienced, but I experienced a lot of energy, but also a lot of downloads and, and things started to change even more. And there was another time I went there and um, I was up there and then the camera was... Um, um, I felt there was something there. So I used my night vision camera and I was looking through it. And then my camera was just changed suddenly and it was frozen. And I was thinking, oh no, not my camera. It, it's wasted. So I took out the batteries and which is not normal. When you take out the batteries, the camera won't, won't work anymore. It's like if you have a radio with batteries, you take the, the battery out, the radio doesn't yeah, work. Right. But my camera kept working hmm. with while having the batteries in my hand. And um, I also filmed that because I, I wanted to be sure that I was not just losing my mind. And um, when I when I came home and my 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 husband um, um, he passed away three years ago and I told him I said, um, Ifo, uh, my camera is wasted because it doesn't work anymore. And he said, did you put new batteries in it? I said, yes, I did. I said, do it again. And I did do it, the batteries in, new batteries. 
and my camera was working. Totally. I said, well, my camera is working. So I went outside and I started to film and then things started to come up and down and speed away. And I said, what? And I'm filming, you know, just like going crazy. And then, um, um, then I said, okay, um, can you come with three? So, and then you could see I had the camera, I just turned because I, I cannot see through my camera. If you have the Big Dipper, I can only see one star from the Big Dipper because my camera is so zoomed that uh, you cannot have a wide screen. So, and then I said, come with three. So I went to the roof and, it, and then three were coming. I said, wow, this is, this is fascinating. So the next day, um, in the afternoon, I said to a friend of mine, I said, uh, what happened? And I said, well, I'm going to ask them if they come with five and do an uh, octahedron and a V-shape or V-shape and octahedron and other forms. And then she said, yeah, right. Keep on dreaming. And so Ifo came home and I said, well, I'm going, I have asked them if they can come with five and do a V-shape and do an octahedron and everything. And then he says, have fun tonight, Linda, before going to work. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. So every, uh, he was gone. He was doing something and I was going into the garden before going to work. And I put there my, my chair and just went back. And then suddenly there was like, I cannot remember anymore. The only thing I know, it was that something said to me very loud, like, okay, aim your camera, don't move anymore, and press red button. And I did, and then the thing came in, did the fish, the fish shape, did the octahedron and other forms. And I was thinking, what is this? But it, you can see there's no movement in the camera because it was guided. Mm. And it was so really like a precision kind of filming, like if, if I was expecting it, but I, I wasn't expecting it, but it was being guided. Mm. And so um, I, I, I had to go to work, but I was shaking like crazy, like what happened? And um, yeah, so, so this was really something um, I experienced with my camera, but in the house, I already experienced a lot of things here inside. And um, yeah, too many things um, where, where I'm not um, going into, because then we are talking a few hours longer, but um, there's, there is something that um, prepares you for this or for an event. They prepared my camera in Hesdalen to change it. So now I could see things. Yeah, and now it's 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 ramping up. And um, I for years I, I I don't I don't find it anymore. Like I say, okay, thank you. And then when I follow a craft and it stops and it goes that way, it goes that way. Then I started to start to laugh again. It's probably a female because you know it's just like a shopper. You know, it goes from that store to that store. It's going everywhere. And then for maybe for 15 minutes, I can follow it. And then I said, "Oh, I like it." You know, it's just you know. And uh, but also um, asking um, 
if they can come over, like shown also in a movie from uh, Close Encounters. Uh, that was in 2017, in September. And um, I was I was sitting, not, not in my normal way that I can move, but I was sitting just to the roof. And then the crash came over and I felt it. And then I said, can you stop? And it stopped. I said, stop, come back, come back. Don't go further, come back, come back. So it kept on here, playing here. And um, so I had to let it go at four minutes, six seconds. And then I said, okay, thank you so much that you came by. And I did this in September again, last September. And um, I did exactly the same thing, put my chair in the same position. And I asked again if he could come back. And it did in five minutes. And I have it on film. And it comes by and it's exactly the same craft. And it's doing all the maneuvers again, only different. But um, And then after that, um, yeah, um, I asked, can you come with many? And yeah, they, 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 they showed up with many. And then I said, oh, you're probably birds. But then they stop and they change directions. And uh, so that's always what I'm asking. I'm not with everything that moves in the sky. So I'm, I'm trying to be... Um, just thinking logical also and but it's it's kind of um, yeah fun also I must say it really relaxes to to be outside and and mm. having contact with things up there who are seem to come by you don't have to go to a desert or somewhere so they come here just in the Netherlands mm -hmm. and uh, it's 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 uh, how they manifest themselves and how you can um, open your heart to it and invite them. And uh, lately um, there are also lights coming up here and they stay, uh, they don't go. And um, yeah, they, they, they kind of pull me out and then I can only see it with my camera. Then I know that I can see a little spot and then it seems to, change uh, sometimes in balls or, or now in a circle of light they, they come. So I film them too and um, they're not always here but I feel sometimes that I uh, think well are they there so I go outside and enjoy the night or the stars and then I get some kind of feeling again and then then I say okay okay just wait a second, I get my camera and then I can film them again. But mm -hmm. it's always different. It's always, um, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not always the same. But the lights here who appear here, they're the same. But the craft is enormous big because you have lights here, lights there, lights there, lights there. And it's, I cannot take it in my camera. So it's only little fractions I can film. Mm -hmm. So these things happen too. Right. Wow, that's fascinating. <laughs> um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I find it too fascinating, but I really enjoy it. That's yeah. beautiful, yeah. And another story from last year in Turkey or the year before, I was with two colleagues and um, one was pretty 
you know, like a bit sad about stuff. And uh, she said, yeah, with my family, blah, blah, blah. So I said, well, you want to have a new family? She said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So lay down and watch. So that whole week, the sky was full with lights and blinking and big lights and everything. So they were just like in awe. What are you doing? And um, the other colleague has had a knee problem. She was operated on the knee. And um, we asked for healing while she was up. She didn't know we were asking for it. And after that moment, she she doesn't use any painkillers anymore. Her knee is okay. The doctor said, well, probably we don't know, but uh, we're happy that your knee is working again. And uh, she, she never complained about her knee again, but she used a lot of painkillers and stuff. So that was the kind of thing I experienced too, that, if you ask uh, for somebody and it really worked. So it was pretty amazing. And now my two colleagues are all the time also sitting outside and watching and, you know, very excited. So mm. that's, that's also a nice story to mention. Yeah. You may be noticing how Linda seems to be talking about this in quite a casual way but the contact she's reporting to have experienced would knock the socks off of most people. How does she stay so grounded in these experiences? And what is her mindset about her reasons for filming and how she decides to share that footage? In this next part of the discussion, she gets into these topics. Yeah, there's a yeah. deep personal element for you that it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. this is your, yeah. your story that you're living out, not somebody else's. Yeah. Not, no, yeah. no. No, and I, I'm, um, I'm, I'm looking for truth and not for, um, you know, I love, I, I will never debunk nobody's story because everybody has a story and everybody has a personal uh, change in his, you know, in his life and with especially the, the community. And um, I, I think... I think we should not make it so like uh, being living from, you know, the mind um, and want to have any everything analyzed mm. because it takes so much time to analyze everything. You should not analyze. You should take it as a gift. And um, it was the same with my footage that people say, why don't you sell it? And then I say, sell it? Why should I sell my footage? For what? What reason? Yeah, you can make money out of it. If, if your mind is only on money, you know, I make lots of money in my work. So I don't care about money. You know, I give a lot of things away to help people. And I, I'm, I'm, you know, if I say, if I would ask just one penny for footage, you know, they, they're not ringing at my door here and saying, hey, chick, you, we did all these kind of maneuvers for you. And so can you pay us for traveling so many light years towards your address here in the Netherlands, in the Netherlands? Then I, then I would say, yeah, okay, then you're right. But I don't, I don't, I don't care. So I, I uh, through Jeremy, he asked me to, um, if I, I'm very... I have a lot of SD cards full with a lot of material. But um, sometimes I think the world isn't ready for that because we're still too much 
you know, just like uh, gossiping and everything and uh, what is true, what is not true. So I really don't care if people say, um, they, they say, yeah, it's fake or whatever. I don't care if you think it's fake. It's not fake. For me, it's an experience. And um, the only thing I, I did with this, giving this to the movie was to make people aware of your own being um, like we are, it's not just staring outside to the universe and you don't even met your neighbor. Um, lots of people have always a lot of um, um, sayings about another person, but you know, first make yourself a better version of yourself. And then, you know, that was the first thing I learned for years uh, laying in the garden in the cold and, and nights wake just awake and then trying to connect and for years. And so I see my whole path with all my experiences, with the hard work, the tears and everything I experienced in life, um, coming to this point that I feel more whole. I feel more like uh, who I should be. And um, my world doesn't exist in having, my world exists in giving and be um, good for another person and, and, and try to make this world, um, yeah, just a bit better, you know, not, not gaining anything. I'm not gaining any, um, like, oh, you were in the movie, so you're, you're going to be, no, I don't. They're in the Netherlands already asking me to be on television. And if that's to make the television a nice program absorbing or a consuming program, then I said, no, then you're missing the point. Yeah? Because that's not what this is all about. So I'm I'm not looking for attention. I'm, I'm just more like the same person I talked to, just always on myself, just um, observe and, and um, trying to make the best out of myself and be better in my work as well for my patients and and um, always try to create something what makes another person uh, feel better because they have a lot of stuff going on and, and pain and whatever, even though I have my own pain in a lot of things. But um, I think the giving is, is more important and... Um, mm. I feel much better like I do my whole life. And uh, so don't start talking about money or things like that because uh, it doesn't, I don't care about that. I think it has to do more, the visitations, um, they have to do on a personal level. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I feel um, about that, or if I try to, um, uh, see who is in the craft and making contact with uh, with people in the craft, then sometimes you get glimpses of how they do it. Um, and um, I'm not going to ask questions, why don't you land here? Or Because I, I find that uh, not appropriate. And um, But I feel that... Um, the message is um, to do it here together 
and um, make that um, transformation together. Um, and their presence is actually to make you aware how important it is to um, to protect your your space, protect your planet, because they cannot just uh, say, okay, there's a craft coming and the whole earth can we transfer you to another planet where you can uh, make a mess again. We have to start um, uh, taking responsibility for the things we do. And it's not taking responsibility, put your garbage um, in your garbage can, but um, it's, it's here. It's, it's what you think. It's what you do. It's your thoughts. Um, and I think we can change a lot of things with our um, respond, our thoughts and, and how we feel responsible for the things we do. And if we do these things and, um, yeah, be more living from your heart, from your natural state, then I think um, we can do much better. Uh, mm -hmm. altogether and that's what people do through meditation worldwide and I think we we need to do that I think they are trying to teach us to um, to to be a light for somebody else or and mm -hmm. uh, we, we don't need to look for the lights in the sky but look for the lights inside of you and just just give that to somebody else touch another to make his light going and be part of um, making a big light here. So, and how bigger the light will be, how more they will try to join, I think, because they feel that we understand uh, what they're trying to say to us. Mm. That's more my feeling about that. Right, that's, I am completely on the same page with you in that. So <laughs> that's exactly why I'm doing this this show I'm trying to help spark that night that that light and um mm -hmm. yeah I think yeah there's a big element of of personal responsibility that comes out when you realize yeah. the gravity yeah. of the situation that we're living in not just um in our day-to-day -day living on this planet but when you have that sense of like wow um, our consciousness is is like so deep and we have so much potential and it's mm -hmm. really it's like as people living on this planet we have a responsibility to um, use that for good and yeah yeah, yeah that's that's uh, as every person is getting aware of that then mm. it it will make more so it's even important for children to um, that parents teach their children uh, also. And I think more people are more on that page. I, I see, so I meet people too, and you see the children are totally different. And um, I think that's important. Hmm. Yeah. Thanks for being here. I'm Andre Cardoso, the host of the show. And I've had these most recent episodes in waiting for some time now, so I'm so happy to finally get them out to you. I wanted to remind you that in June 2023, you should check out Dr. Stephen Greer's Historic Disclosure Conference, a new National Press Club event happening in Washington, D.C. and streaming online. 
That weekend will include the premiere of the new documentary film, The Lost Century, all about breakthrough zero-point energy technologies, their suppression, and their potential. That's happening from the 10th through the 12th of June, and more information is available at the links in the show notes. And for even more episodes and resources to help you along your own CE5 journey, check out those links in the show notes and head to ce5podcast.com. Thank you again, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace and love.